2: I would like to tell you that uh, when I first met Rob and Fab, it was about, oh, maybe a month or so after they'd made their recording. And they wanted to prove that they could sing. I thought they did. I was as much amazed as anyone else. We could sing a whole half octave above anything that was required for them on this record. Plus, they could do it with quality, that is, with vibrato.
3: Just in love girl. And this is true.
4: Lord, you know it's true? Uh, 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 I love you.
2: And the best new artist is Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Millie Vanilli part two, let's go!
5: of fraudsters where we bring you the scams you love and the fraudsters we hate i'm your co-host cena gaznavi along with ariel lieti and justin williams guys part two we're here i'm so excited yes we're living this dream this is our final episode of the season too oh my goodness everyone just stopped listening all of a sudden no they they didn't they're
6: like i'm in for more
5: how much more could you possibly want from us?
6: <laughs> what more do you want from me?
5: It is too
6: much. Oh,
7: oh that's good. Ty- Tyrese.
5: When
6: Thank you. Thank you so much, <laughs> yeah. Justin, for understanding. <laughs> did I miss
5: a Tyrese reference? It's okay. Where it's
7: he's a... on The Breakfast Club? Which one? No. He was crying into his like Instagram live. I think about yeah, I uh, I yeah. child custody issue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm.
7: yeah, or yeah. child support, and he just cried in a way. His pain was funny.
6: Yeah, yeah. we his did pain laugh is his always pain. funny. Yeah, his his best acting work has been done with him being <laughs> sad about custody. <laughs> well,
7: because he Ooh. cried in R and B. He's, He's like,
1: are you doing this to me?
7: <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> well, I think
5: Tyrese probably still sings better than Millie Vanilli. Then is that? Oh, is that accurate? I think, and but, Jennifer yeah, yeah.
6: Lopez, you're right, yeah. <laughs> sweet yeah, lady. <laughs> would you be my sweet love? For- That's my shit, Tyrese.
7: I think anybody sings better, Millie Vanilli. <laughs>
6: Yeah, that's actually true. Girl, you know, it's true. All right. So welcome. Welcome, welcome to part two of the Millie Vanilli saga. Okay. Last episode, we learned about how the whole machine got started and detailed all the lies that our gang is desperately trying to keep secret. We left off their infamous appearance at the MTV Club Tour in Bristol, Connecticut, where their vocal track began to skip, (laughs) repeating, girl, you know, it's true. No, girl, you know, it's girl you know it's girl you know it's girl you know, over and over and over again what well, diplo needs to
5: remix that into a Actually,
6: song why hasn't he because yeah, i'd yeah. listen to it say, send him a note <laughs> so you'd think that was the end but no not at all no that lost them zero fans and probably even boosted their profile so their day-to-day manager todd headley would later say quote it was a lip-sync tour Everyone was singing to their track on it. Come on. It was a different time then when videos were the important thing for selling music and people went to concerts expecting the same dancing and sound from the videos. And you can't sing live and dance and have the same sound as on the record. Production became a big part of the concerts. (laughs) Whenever someone is scamming Just know that they're probably Italian Downtown Julie Brown would corroborate That everyone was singing to track On tour It was more about the fun clubby vibe And entertaining a performance Than it was about showcasing vocal talents (laughs)
7: <laughs> I want to do that as a, a comedian. I want to be like, it's not really about the comedy tonight. It's actually about the, the, it's about it's the, about the vibe. Yeah. The vibe. Well, I was going to say, we
5: should do our live show in San Diego at the Balboa on October 20th. We're going to mm-hmm. do it as a lip sync tour. So <gasps> you right. will hear us just cover our own previous
6: episodes
5: at the live show. Make sure you buy tickets. I don't I'm know still
6: worry. waiting for my Tyler Perry wig to come in the mail. So I'm excited. <laughs> and, and if you can't see us at the Balboa Theater
7: in San Diego, uh, I'll be lip syncing my entire album, America's Little Cutie Baby, that's available now on iTunes and Apple Music. Yes. I'll be lip syncing that around the country.
6: <laughs> that's what it's about. Vibes, lip syncs. <laughs> so Rob ran off stage. But downtown Julie Brown ran after him and got him to come back out with some apparently expletive-laden words of confidence. And you probably think that this was the start of the end, but since literally every act on the tour was lip-syncing, there really wasn't a smoking gun. (laughs) And Hedley would later go on to say that the audience didn't even care. They couldn't get enough of Robin Fab. Who could? But Charles Shaw wouldn't shut up. And in December 1989, Charles Shaw claimed in a Newsday article that he was the guy rapping again. So at that point, with one of the most successful acts on the planet to worry about, Farian decided it was time to pay. Allegedly, Farian gave Shaw $150,000 to retract his statement to Newsday and stop telling people that he was the voice. So great for him since money was the only reason he was talking. And this was also gearing up to release his own solo album and the press would certainly help. So at this time, Rob and Fab were growing increasingly paranoid that this was their life. They wanted to record their own songs and have this nightmare of pretending to be in the past. So not only would Farian deny the request to sing on tour, but he denied the request to even take singing lessons, even though they <laughs> desperately needed them. And although it would be hard to justify why two men with three number one hit singles would need singing lessons, what are you talking about?
5: Is
7: my voice is like butter. <laughs> I actually forbid you to even look at a mic or turn a mic on. Or Keep you can't the mic go off. anywhere. Yeah, you can't even go near a live mic. <laughs>
6: Here is some footage of Robin Fab singing with their real voices in 1990.
7: All right, brace yourselves, people.
6: I'm braced. I'm scared.
7: It's just going to be a clip of Hitler yelling at Nuremberg.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so scared.
3: (laughs) I'm in love with you girl, cause you're on my mind You're the one I think about most every time When you crack a smile and you the thing you do Don't you understand girl, this love is true Your soft, sticky hair, long, sweet and thin Black gentle, you know, like a passion, upon on your skin If light like, is not my day, and that's also true Together we are one. separated, we're two To make it all mine, all mine is my desire Cause I contain equality quality that I admire You put it plain and simple, you rule my world To try to understand <laughs> I'm a love girl. I'm so in love, girl. I'm just in love girl. Oh and this is true. No, you know it's true.
4: Ooh, 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 no.
7: It's worse than I
3: thought.
4: Yes you know it's true. Ooh,
3: ooh, ooh, I love
5: you. Look, I tell you what though. God god help me. Give me the confidence that they had in that in that studio. This is
6: what it's like yeah. to be hot, Zena.
5: Yeah. I don't Lord
2: knows. I don't know.
0: Know.
6: <laughs> Pure confidence. But you know what they could have done? They could have um done the voices for like Muppets or Sesame Street characters because they definitely well, have. Yes. That. Yeah. Yes. Like a fun goofy sound.
7: Or even the first guy rapping, didn't he sound like, you know, those kind of like The racist comedy, like comic relief Asian characters from like, uh, (laughs) you know, like an 80s film where there's always like a horny Asian... Uh, For an exchange student, that's always like, yeah, I, Justin, why do you do American w- girl. Oh, yeah. Jesus
6: Christ. oh my God! That's what I was just gonna like. say.
5: Go ahead and do an impression, Justin. Then you did oh, it before I could God. even say, yeah. it. great, great. It. No, I <laughs> did well, not wait.
7: go full. Did you go I
5: did, full? You went ten no, percent. Full
6: racism. You want to yeah, go full
5: one hundred percent? We'll cut no. it out. I promise. I promise <laughs> yeah. we'll cut it out.
7: No, <laughs> no. I mean, I have Shane Gillis's manager, so I'm actually not allowed to do any
6: <laughs> <laughs> do not make fun his special was actually very good no
7: it is very good it's very good yeah it's just making fun of how
6: but how like, he got like like, <laughs>
7: like precisely remember. that that thing he like did the voice and that's i will like, say like, this yeah. about jay gillis
5: and anyone that wants to do comedy do not roll it up to a podcast unprepared with a dip in and a couple beers deep and think that you're just gonna be on top of your game and not say something incredibly stupid so yeah true about
6: shane gillis girl you know it's true and that that special is good it is good damn it um comedy <laughs> oh, Good boy well so their voices were comedy and in january of 1990 robin fab got their lawyers involved letters went back and forth between their lawyers and farion demanding that they be allowed to sing can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> let me sound terrible on tape their <laughs> attorney alleged that clive davis was aware of the situation at the time which the label at the time denied yeah emboldened by their success despite all of these lies headley contacted then national academy of recording arts and sciences n-a-r-a-s president mike green and asked how someone would be nominated for a grammy and in that conversation got the group nominated (laughs) in that conversation (laughs) what is the process there so we oh this is before the time of like emails and things i guess you had to just have like a handshaking conversation about like so uh can you get me nominated real quick
7: Yeah, just a man had to meet another man and
6: control, like, (laughs) the most important
7: music award.
5: Yeah, there were actually smoke-filled rooms.
6: Yikes. Uh, So for his part, Clive Davis knew how bad of an idea this was. He and Arista had a lot of artists and didn't need anything out of Milli Vanilli, but one giant record that he could administer a strong dose of pentobarbital and put this temporary cash cow to sleep for good. Olivia Davis called Headley to scream and ask how the hell Milla Vanilli got on the ballot at all. <laughs> Before the Grammys took place in February 1990, the group had a dominant night at January's American Music Awards. There, they won Favorite Pop Rock Song, which beat out I'll Be There For You by John Bon Jovi and Don't Wanna Lose You by Gloria Stefan, two songs that went triple platinum in my home. Favorite pop rock <laughs> new artist. So they beat out Living Color and the Traveling Wilburys. And this is especially funny because that's the super group that's made up of legends. Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, Roy Orbison, <laughs> and Tom Petty. So... Yeah. Yeah, and, li- so and, li- um, and Living
7: Color like a pioneering black rock group. <laughs> so funny.
6: And uh, they also won Favorite Soul slash new artist beating out... Babyface. Wow. <laughs> and Soul to Soul. Like Babyface, so,
7: like maybe the most decorated R&B like singer or writer ever. <laughs>
6: oh, my brain hurts. Soul to Soul itchy. also amazing. So they won 3 prestigious awards. So here's a clip from their big night at the Grammys.
2: This year the nominees for best new artists are making all kinds of music. <laughs> Each one of them expresses himself in a unique way that commands attention. Now the nominees for Best New Artists are man,
8: Nena Cherry.
3: Uh-huh.
7: Indigo okay. Girl.
5: Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, <laughs> they they look like a
7: comedy sketch.
5: Yeah,
6: it looks fake.
7: Yeah.
3: Soul to Soul.
7: Yeah, Soul to Soul still slaps.
3: Back to reality, however, do you want me?
7: Oh, Tone Loke! It's a good
3: album.
2: And the best new wow. artist is Millie Vanilli.
5: Oh my God. What? Do you think someone at Arista just? Do you think someone at Arista just put their face in their hands and were like, "We're we're ruined, we are
7: ruined"?
6: No, I think that they were just like, "Cool, our per- our people won an award." Like, I-, I think that maybe they thought it would never come out. No, I I think Clive
7: Davis, Clive Davis, I I think realizes that the con doesn't, like, this is putting the con in the view of the entire world.
5: Yeah, Mm. you want to be in the background, just making money and then doing a lip sync tour that no one cares about. This is like um, everyone. Thank
4: you very much, but we want to say there are a lot of artists here in this room. (laughs) There are a lot of artists outside in the world who can achieve the same award that we achieved today. And it's an award for all artists in the world. Thank you very much.
6: Is the artist in the room with us right now?
7: No, it's it's also, too, what's also dumb about giving them a Grammy because you piss off all the people that can really sing and write their songs. Too. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And then also that speech, too. Being, like the speech should have been like, look, we don't deserve this. We, we'll, you know, it's happy. We're going to take it anyway, you know, but we want to give a big shout out to all the other nominees. But, you know, like, Millie Vanilli is winning an award, you know, the same night Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder and Prince are like winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like Whitney Houston may not have won an award that night. (laughs) And like Millie Vanilli got one.
6: (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, wow. I know that everyone talks about how surprised they were when they won Best New Artist at the Grammys. But after the American Music Awards, how could they even be surprised? I mean, Tone Loke, Nina Cherry, Soul to Soul and the Indigo Girls were nothing. Nothing compared to Robin Fab. I mean, come on. Who is sold a soul? Who The shoulder Oops.
5: pads alone on Millie Vanilli. Just yeah. incredible.
6: They won. So, of course, as you guys just said, this ramped up scrutiny of the duo as expected. And their relationship with Farian was quickly deteriorating. So every month there was a new agreement made or an old agreement amended. So, in May, through their attorney, they reached an oral agreement that would have allowed the duo to sing on the next album. Oh, God, no. An oral agreement, if you're not a business person, is an agreement that is uh, worthless. In <laughs> June, talks had broken off with Ferry refusing to talk to anyone other than Robin Fab. In July, they seemingly cut a new deal with the agreement being they'd record lead vocals in August for the upcoming new album. So success there, right? Mm. But wait, in August, Farian reneged on the agreement. I mean, he had already started producing on the next album. So what's going on? In September, Farian debuted the new Milli Vanilli album at a listening party for various European record company officials. A new album was already here? But who made it? In fact, no one involved on the first record was involved in the second record besides Farian. Not only were Robin Fab iced out of the process, but so were all of the singers that had created the original hits.
5: This is like the first AI yeah. album. Yes. But with-
6: <laughs> That's all I keep thinking about. Like, man, this is what AI is. Ugh. Except with real people somewhere in the background. With real songs. somewhere, yeah. yeah.
0: There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than Golden Retrievers. See you in there.
2: When Tillamook Ice Cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook Ice Cream, extraordinary dairy.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com.
1: This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. So
6: in October, Davis freaked out and demanded that the songs be recut with the original studio singers. If Robin Fab had trouble making people believe they were singers, how could they make people believe they were new singers? Another (laughs) blow that month was when N.A.R.A.S. said that they may review the group's 1989 Grammy win, which was unprecedented at that point. And then in November, fed up with Robin Fab, Faryon did a tell-all piece in LA Times. He admits that he fired Robin Fab because they wanted to sing on the new album.
5: Who? What? What?
7: The gall. I
3: know. The
7: yeah. the temerity. How dare they? I know. This actually makes me sympathetic towards Robin Fab a little bit. Though. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they really did want to try to, like, earn it. Even though it was totally, like you said, they're just like two hot you,
6: guys. That but it's no too to late. Like after you won a Grammy, now you want to sing? Get out of here!
5: There is a certain amount of like you've gone down the 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 road of fraud so much that you can't turn back. the The consequences of turning back would would, would just be too great. And then you were already gone. You had already gotten on the road because you felt like you needed to, like you had to. Because you were in a vulnerable position. You didn't have any money. But I don't know. I think you still, the Grammy thing. I don't know. Am I being too nice to them?
6: I I don't know. I think it's gone too far. It's gone too far for me to be nice to them. As a fellow hot. It's gone too far. And it can't be nice. <laughs> I mean
5: Yeah, I don't know what,
7: what your subculture is like
5: to live in,
6: so
7: Yeah, and their Grammy's speech is a little insulting. It's like any artist in the world could win this. Good night, everyone. Good
6: night, artist, yeah. fellow artists.
7: <laughs> yeah.
5: Man, the rapping with the accent from earlier will never leave my brain for yeah, as long it's as it's a I cartoon. Live.
6: When I'm um, moving
7: and cruising with my girl tonight, I get down with her at a discotheque. I dance with her, and then I eat the streusel. And then I have a pretzel for Oktoberfest. It's, I'm a hip man. Rap a rapper D. <laughs> I rapped my Porsche. And I
6: <laughs> you should have said Volkswagen. Yeah, Volkswagen. I rap in my
7: Volkswagen. Come and get in, and we'll go have some schnaggen. And <laughs>
6: I only want you to talk like that from now on. (laughs) Uh, Does mine
4: sound like the American version?
7: (laughs) (laughs) The hip black American version of the rap. (laughs)
9: Uh,
0: I'm on the streets of Hamburg.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. (sighs) Uh, Varian says, quote, No, I don't go for that. (laughs) sure they have a voice but that's not really what i want to (laughs) sure they have a voice but that's not really what i want to use on my records yeah we all have voices we have voices yeah (laughs) whether they're
3: good or bad their vocal
5: cords vibrate in various (laughs) patterns to produce sound (laughs) but do i need that that
6: particular sound on my album absolutely not no
5: I need other vibrations.
6: I need good vibrations. Ooh. <laughs> I got the good vibration. So also in the article, Roy Lott, VP for operations at Arista, at the time dismissively said, quote, seven million albums, embarrassing. I don't mean the end justifies the means, but we sold seven million albums. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. So many albums. So many. The day after the article came out, Robin Fab responded. Rob said, quote, I feel like a mosquito being squeezed. The last two years of our lives have been total nightmare. We've had to lie to everybody. We are true singers, but that maniac Frank Farion, would never allow us to express ourselves.
7: No. OK, so now I'm out of their corner. Yeah. Because this, they're saying I was never in it. Yeah, they're saying we're the true singers. They're not saying, look, we got all this accolades and stuff, but we didn't really sing. And we just want a chance to see to have people hear our voices and hopefully they like us as much. You know, we just want to be more authentic. But he's but these guys really do think that they're. It's kind of like my two year old when
5: he puts his little fireman hat on and he's like, I'm a firefighter. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, you're a firefighter. Great great right. yeah <laughs> this
6: is hot yeah. man delusions hot yeah. man delusions is what it is that should <laughs> God, be the name of their these, next album give me these
7: delusions
5: please
6: uh, we
7: are the true singers that's why we have a grammy and aretha franklin had to watch us <laughs> <stage.
6: laughs> <laughs> oh. days later n-a-r-a-s voted to revoke their grammy as part of the statement <laughs> then president michael green said quote The Academy hopes its action sends a clear signal to producers, music packagers and record companies that they need to take very seriously the task of giving us and the public credible information on that packaging. It seems that the line in the sand with all this was that fake fronted bands are okay, but confidentiality and cover ups are not. So (laughs) if they had been public with the scam from the beginning, would America still have opened their hearts? No, no, no
5: chance. No chance. no chance. You
6: don't think so? No okay. chance.
5: Then it would just be like, here's here's two foreign black guys that are dancing in front of you. Are you kidding me?
6: It was yeah, a simpler yeah. time. And I think people might have responded well to it.
7: Yeah, there, there, there would have been a, an incredibly mean-spirited and living color sketch.
6: That yeah. Already this. happened.
7: Yeah, yeah.
9: It would have happened been way worse. With, yeah, Way worse? Yeah. Okay.
7: Yeah. The, like, their, their, their sketch on Crystal Waters is... Oh, I was just thinking about that. Anything. Yeah, I go, this is mean. They go, this is actually mean. Yeah. I mean, yabba
6: it's funny, dee, but it's.
7: It's yeah. ruthless.
6: I'm going to rewatch that after this. <laughs> so, the same day that their Grammy was revoked, Robin Fab held a press conference. Why did they do this? Where they claimed they, quote, made a deal with the devil or made the deal with the devil. And where they didn't sing on the album, they could, in fact, sing. You just haven't heard it yet. Okay, guys? Mm. They brought out a voice coach, Seth Riggs, to attest their capabilities. But the <laughs> press would not take their word for it. So they had to sing acapella. No. Oh, Rob no. and Fab were always incredibly apologetic to their fans for duping them. But the fallout was swift.
7: Oh, yeah. Doing too much. Doing Don't ever too much sing. dip
6: yeah, on the chip.
7: S- sing, sing acapella at this press conference in front of the media because it, it's not like there's like there's not a scenario in which anyone's gonna say it's good even if it is like good. Mm. Yeah, they should have gone given them a chance. No, they're trash. Got they're bad. Skills. It's just, it, you know it's also don't let people get you into a trap like this where you're like it's like it, you know it, this is this is like when Kramer was trying to apologize on Letterman.
5: Yo! Yeah, 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 that was uncomfortable. Yeah, this is not the
7: way to do this. <laughs> this is gonna go you wrong. Just go away. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I will hand now the microphone to our singing teacher Seth Ricks.
2: S e t h, R i g g s. Double G. Thank you, Carson. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome this morning. I would like to tell you that uh, when I first met Robin Fab it was about oh maybe a month or so after they would made their recording and they wanted to prove that they could sing i thought they did i was as much amazed as anyone else could sing a whole half octave above anything that was required for them on this record plus they could do it with quality that is with vibrato they did it without going into falsetto they go up to pavarotti's high c not like pavarotti but they do go up there with a vibrato and a quality in their voices. Oh, no. I was amazed. I wondered why that they didn't do even a stronger Pause. job Pause. on the. Rec- this guy,
5: after this conference, got back into his cab and started telling <laughs> cab passengers because this man is not real. He yeah, is a no. cab driver. Yeah. He is. He this, is just. This, this is not me- a real person. This he is. is not- never- I refuse to
7: believe. Please, 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 everyone, everyone. We have brought great American. Vocal expert here, Seth Rogan. Now, 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 I heard this boy sing, and they hit a high C. After having a high C, they were refreshed. There was a vibrato a quality. I would say a, a vibrato. It was like a little rabbit in the way it vibrated, and it was a quality in their voice that I do declare is very good—a pavarotti, a pepperoni, uh, a tenderoni. Uh, thank you. Uh, that is my presentation.
2: (laughs) all right we keep
0: playing it
2: they were they told me that they were told not to sing (laughs) which was very confusing but they told me that at the onset of our meeting later on when they were to receive the grammy again we had been working on their voices and they were improving steadily and they already started off quite well and uh, they wanted to sing that night live again they were told no. Again. not to sing This is tonight. the movie trailer guy? And the reason I know is that I was standing there. <laughs> so I just want you to know that these men are able to do what the recording industry requires of them. I understand naris 's position. I'm a member of Naras myself. I drove them
5: all to the
2: meetings. I
5: drove them all to the meetings.
7: I am also a member of the hair club for men <laughs> and uh, a president of... <laughs> <laughs> the American like, Association.
6: It's like it when a host on a comedy show over-delivers. Oh yeah, giving you up your credits. They, look, they've been on MTV, VH1, <laughs> CBS, NBC. <laughs> Give it up for hamburger.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
7: oh, why is he They're so like? They're
6: so pretty, so pretty. They're dressed like Axl Rose. Yeah.
7: yeah, no, he's just like a Roma woman. <laughs>
5: <Why is> he... <laughs> looks like he's gonna put a curse on me and make so me pretty. <laughs> we gotta clip this for social. Oh my god, it looks like
6: Lisa Bonet. Looks so pretty.
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, don't say that about Lisa Bonet. <laughs> I'm she's saying beautiful. that they're both gorgeous. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm also yeah, saying
6: she's so beautiful. <laughs> she's my favorite. Made me gay. She's hello, the best. hello. But also, I wasn't born at that time. I just heard about Lisa Bonet, and then I was like, wow, I might be gay, and that was later on. There you go. Design. There you go. Oof, I Zoe saved myself Kravitz there. Yeah, Kravitz too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Who's Lisa Bonet, huh? Anyway, play the,
4: play the clip. Play the clip. Before. <laughs> he said he had a single that would be a hit. We should come up to the studio to the re- damn, to the single because you know we will be capable to sing it. So we came up to his studio. Then suddenly the single was ready. He told us, listen. He spent so much money on the pre-production already for the single that he would like to, to, to send us on promotion to promote this single and if, we'll, if it gets a hit, because we have, now time, we have no time now, we spend too much money, if it gets a hit, you guys sing anywhere on the record. This was his promise. So we started to promote. Fabrice and me, we lived together in a project with two other musicians in Munich. We, we had not, nothing to eat, we were happy, we wanted to be stars, we wanted to get up on top. So suddenly this guy gave us a chance, so we took it. He gave us a little bit of money, $4,000 advance each. This was for me, this was Paris, New York, and London in one night. The word for us. So, so after, after five weeks, suddenly, girl, you know it's Sue, was the number one hit. <laughs> Nobody knew why, it was a big smash. So then we said, hey, Frank! Already there, the first rumors, Charles Shaw, started to go to the press and to tell the press, it's, it's him who is singing on the records. We said, Frank, you said you cover our ass, you, you protect us, you won't tell people. Now it's one of the studio telling already people, we want to sing on the album. He said, listen, during the time you were on promotion, I recorded the album already with my two studio singers. And you guys have now one chance. You can do it, or you break your contract. You can do it, here you have some money again, here you have, you know, or you're nothing again. So we said, Frank, Frankie boy, you're a smart guy, man. Get you to the really chopper. on that. We were on a track. <laughs> so what we did, he said to us, he was very smart, he said, you guys can't take a manager. You can't take a lawyer. You can't take accountants. You can't take publicists. You can't tell them we have a secret together. You don't sing on the record. Don't, you can't involve anybody. So uh, I checked his plan because I watched the other group 10 years before, Boney M. He did the same thing and this warned me. So what I did, this gentleman over here is Carsten Hein from BMG Records. He used to work in the record company that published our records. He works now I, for I us. I left the company by the middle of October, so since four weeks, yeah. I'm the manager of Robert and Fabrice. Yeah. But from this time on, I had his help, and, and we involved lawyers Sean Branca, Al we involved accountants, we involved management, and we left Germany. And from this moment on, we wanted to sing on our record. We have evidence, we have letters from our lawyers who sending to Frank, sending Frank that he break his contract if he don't let us sing he has to let us sing frank ignored it we had to do promotion by the grammy it was as told from the record industry from our people i it would be a very bad step if we will get if we would give back the grammy for our personal life it would be the worst thing in the life what we would do if we would give it back if we would tell the secret to people. So uh, we were scared. People threatened us. (laughs) We have evidence for that and we're happy that it's over. There's also like a
7: confidence in like your ability to carry a press conference rather than having a lawyer write a statement for you and having you sit there.
6: Really was a different time.
7: Yeah, Yeah, it's like this is just like me. This is like my son crying, trying to tell me what happened
5: yeah
6: yeah like and and then and then we had lawyers and we could sing we could have sang those songs but they wouldn't let us and so then you know i tried to sing i could i could sound just like the record but they said it would be very bad for me they said it would be bad for me and they threatened me and they threatened me and i didn't like it this is how i fight though to be fair
5: i mean that is just insane all right there's another clip here
6: Oh, yes. It's from the Music Express interview with Fab on having to return the Grammy.
3: Most people think you guys had to give back the Grammy award you won in 1990 for Best New Artist. But this is not true. You actually gave it back yourself, right? That's right. It's a misconception that it's very tough to change because back in the days, there were only a few media outlets. There was no social media where you could speak, you know, and tell your side of the story. So once... One outlet came out with a story. Everybody just, you know, copy-pasted and that was it. But the story was we wanted to give it back. We thought that we thought it was the right thing to do to give it back. But a journalist who came to interview us um, told them that we wanted to give it back, and then they jumped the gun, and they said, oh, we want it back. So, but in the end, the Grammy was at my house, so he could have come to my house and get it. You know <laughs> we gave it back willingly,
6: um, uh, that seems weird. I don't know. I feel like right? you just watched a press conference where they like tried to argue to keep it, but okay, whatever you say
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you think there's no evidence? I just watched a video interesting
7: well wow. hmm. that wasn't that wasn't uh that wasn't him that was another
6: uh yeah, it was somebody else
7: black half German man dressed as
6: as a a hip hopper
2: Yeah.
6: (laughs) yeah an american hip hopper in the coming days arista dropped them and deleted their entire catalog They incurred more than two dozen lawsuits from angry fans who felt they were duped, which is kind of funny, actually. Like, I'm going to I'm so mad at Taylor Swift because I I don't like that's kind of silly. Why are you trying to anyway?
7: Like I trusted you, Millie Vanilli.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I trusted you, people I don't know. But you know what? I feel like that could happen now. Like people will probably try to sue their favorite music artists, see if they can get a little coin i'm not really sure how you them, but i just don't think any fan-based lawsuits hold water is what i'm trying to say so they were national laughingstocks subject to months of bombardment from late night comedy shows and everywhere else man that was probably a really good time i love all that i love when when america comes together over a common goal a common theme yeah, remember it's when the submarine happened hate. It's Sum- always common hate. When the submarine yeah. happened, everyone got together and we had the best time. And I know, like, rest in peace those people have died. But also, we had a great time <laughs> as a community. And I miss stuff like that. Just yeah, I saying.
7: yeah, I'm on the fence about it because I don't like I didn't like it because it's always it's usually used for negative things. But I do yeah, miss yeah. common but, culture mm. to where people that had messed up were kind of held universally accountable. And the, now with the internet, right? It, like now, if they, if they had made this mistake now, there would be like an entire. Like, it'd be like Jordan Peterson and everybody else being like, well, what's wrong with them attempting to? Yeah. And th- th- there'd be like this whole counter. They're, they're, what, like, whatever the mainstream position is would have like a whole side of the Internet doing the other side.
6: I guess what Which I mean would, is, this like, is good. like, this this was a time where everyone, like your mom, your auntie, the school kids, everyone came together to hate on Millie Vanilli. Whereas now yeah. things are so like little little pockets of um they would have immediately had a
5: podcast that a yeah. patreon a yeah. twitch stream yeah. mm-hmm. they would have have all these things and they would be making fans. more money they would have yeah. only fans
6: definitely had only fans i would i gotta know what's going on
5: yeah underneath, underneath <laughs> on the, the where the <laughs> Aaron? going on where
6: underneath all the kerchiefs and uh <laughs> extra wigs i need to know what's happening <laughs> uh Really, just like a scandal like that today might not have derailed their fame as quickly is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. In today's pop culture landscape, infamy could net as many opportunities as true talent-based fame could. But back then, they just could not transition. I mean, they did a couple of things poking fun at themselves. They appeared in a commercial that had them lip syncing an Italian opera while chewing carefree gum, which is cool, <laughs> I guess. Right.
5: I think a we have the commercial,
6: commercial here. Oh, we have the commercial. Let's, let's check it out.
0: Yeah.
9: How long will the flavor of carefree sugarless bubblegum last? Oh. How long? (laughs) Till these guys sing for themselves. Carefree sugarless bubble gum.
6: The flavor lasts. That's pretty oh. funny. I enjoy funny. that. That's it's hilarious. Funny for the, what a get.
7: It's funny for the executive. Like whoever wrote that. Yes, you got them. You got the commercial. They should get an award for like funniest advertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just feel bad for them. Like when you're dancing, you're dancing in your own humiliation. It's like it's like you don't have to be. It's it, the inability to just be like, I don't want to be famous. Yeah. I don't know. I guess but it's a 30 second. It's a 30 second commercial, though.
6: That's the only way they're going to make uh, any money at that time. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. But I, the problem is that we aren't sure that they have that kind of sense of humor. Like then it really is uh, humiliating. Whereas I mean, like we'll if somebody's gonna make fun of me and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to keep doing it. That That's funny to me. But for them, it's probably just really sad.
5: They're probably, I think they were Rob, like this- too, it, it was bad, too. I mean, Rob was really the one who took it hard. And we'll find that out in a minute here.
7: Yeah. Yeah. They're probably like this carefree commercial is actually our ticket to recording our real album. Mm-hmm, and then people will mm-hmm. finally get to hear us sing. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So Farian tried to keep the train rolling along by branding their second album as, quote, the real Millie Vanilli. No. showcasing the original vocalists Brad Howell and John Davis, as well as new singers Gina Muhammad and Ray Horden, who looked like a clone of Rob and Fab, actually. But the album was never released in the States, but it did reach number 20 on the German charts, which is really high because German people don't like music. In October of 1992, <laughs> a full two years after the scandal <laughs> erupted, Rob and Fab appeared on Arsenio hall to perform a new single live with their voices. I'm already stressed about this. It was their first appearance on the show because Arsenio Hall required every act to sing and play live.
5: Arsenio broke a lot of new talent too
7: on his show. Yeah, It was like a big deal to do his show. And and, yeah. and it's like a super nice thing of him to do to even like, yeah. Super so To solid. give him a chance. Yeah.
6: But also maybe he knew like this could just be Apollo style funny, you know, like get him off yeah. the stage. Cause yeah. the dog pound required authenticity as we know. Sadly,
3: <laughs> 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 yes. Just one Remember, was remember in Passenger 50,
5: Remember when Passenger Fifty Seven, when he sits down and the old white lady next to Wesley Snipes just starts going, and he just looks at her like, no, no, no.
2: Oh, god
6: oh man well apparently their their only album their first album together really singing only sold around 2 thousand copies and now here's a clip let's see uh if they've got the chops
5: brace yourselves
3: performing their single we can get it
7: on this is Rob and Fab
5: wow. I like the sound so far yeah I like
6: the wow wow yeah okay dancing they look good oh, hype man no singing yet okay so
5: far the hype man is good no singing yet
6: they're high-fiving everyone in the crowd the hype man's doing
7: all the work yeah that's another song
3: I told you once oh, not so bad, okay. What I feel for you I would think that you would understand you why Do I have to beg When I know that you Really want the same As me Oh, girl If you want me to have
7: <laughs> Girl, just be good And if you want a TV No, Fab so is I not so bad. tell yeah, you Yeah, because they
4: masked him behind
7: Yeah, because they masked him behind seven backup signals <laughs>
6: Oh yeah, the one with the scarf is not is not a.
7: It's smart the way they've done it. Yeah, they made the one that can sing better sing like lead, and the other one just do the hook. I mean, it's ripped.
6: They're yeah. I mean, they're beautiful men. Um, it's a really excellent karaoke performance.
5: Yeah, a lot of heart. I think that's a really good way to put it. This is great karaoke.
6: Is it Grammy worthy? Is it Is American Is it a Music professional Awards?
5: recording artist worthy? Is it Arcidio worthy? No chance.
6: No.
7: It, it comes across as good, but if you if you pay attention to how they made it, like they made sure the hype man came out broke heavy. The ice. Yes.
6: Lots of lights, a lot of, lot of smoke and mirrors on this one. Yeah, yeah the there's a the lot album. of
7: masking. They, they don't let the other dude even attempt to do anything besides the hook what, unless he's being backed up by like eight, 18 people.
6: He also looks terrified. The one with the scarf i don't know that they're like I, they're interchangeable to me but um he looks so scared
5: yeah yeah rob definitely has this look of fear in his eyes yeah i like
7: the girl you know it's true shout out the song yeah he's gonna rap only like one of them is doing all the work though that's yeah uh, very...
6: but that's the one that ends up becoming a singer later right yeah okay so of course after watching that and we urge you all to watch it too Um, That was their last gasp.
1: This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo... And in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Augerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians, as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday, wherever you get
2: your podcasts.
9: If your child is struggling in school, then IXL is right for your family. IXL is an online learning program for kids that covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. It's no wonder it's used in 95% of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Plus, a month of IXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash 20. Visit IXL.com slash 20 to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
6: Fab having a secure upbringing was able to weather this rain without blaming himself, but Rob was never able to fully recover. Rob may have never found even footing in his life. In 1990, he was charged with sexual assault of a 25 year old woman. In 1991, he survived a suicide attempt at a hotel in West Hollywood. After downing a fifth of bourbon and five dozen tranquilizers, he slit his wrists with a shard of broken glass and then climbed onto the railing of his hotel room on the ninth floor. Luckily, he had called the LA Times, the newspaper, right before he did this. And I guess they stayed on the line and alerted the police that there was an issue, and they were able to coax him down and pump his stomach. This was just a hint of what was to come. So, after the suicide attempt, he went to rehab, but would never fully get the beast off of his back. In 1996, he beat up two men, one with a lamp, and also broke into a car. For that, he was sentenced to three months in jail and six months at a drug rehab facility. The next year, he went back to rehab again, but in Germany. Then in April of 1998, Rob was found dead in a hotel room in Frankfurt from a heart attack that was likely the result of an accidental OD from more alcohol and pills.
5: So sad. I mean, yeah. it's just it makes it's not a surprise. Yeah. You, the human mind can't take this much drama. This much just. Yeah, like that's a lot. Self-destruction. You're-
6: you were on the top of the world when you think about it. Like they were, they beat out. <laughs> what would they beat out? I don't know. Soul, soul. soul to soul, and everybody else. Yeah. Bob Gloria Dylan Stephan. somewhere, yeah, Gloria Stefan. Come on, <sighs> Fab yeah. would fare much better, though. He continued to make music, although no longer bothered by the trappings of success. <laughs> <laughs> he even made peace with John Davis and would perform Millie Vanilli songs with him a couple of times over the years. And Frankie Farian had maintained his victim status throughout the whole ordeal. He said, I made him rich. Robin Fab, you know, they got 3 million marks, which equals a little over 2 million US dollars from us, okay? The record companies were very satisfied, okay? We were very satisfied. The real singers also got rich, and Frank Farian got even richer. Only Rob Pilatus wanted so much more. Mm. So here is a clip from AP of Frank talking about the success of Millie Vanilli in 1990. Post lip sync scandal.
8: Yeah, I think it was a crazy mm-hmm. idea. And Robin Fab comes uh, in the very early in '88. He comes in the studio or in in the end of '87. Uh, he has an idea when you have uh, maybe it's something possible for demos that was very bad, and that looks very great. And I think maybe in the next time we have an idea for you. And then we created the, the the music. Girl, you know it's true. The the name was finished, and uh, the music was finished. And then make one click in my mind, and the crazy idea was was
9: born. born. born.
8: Yeah yeah we make the second album of Millie Vanilli exactly the, we do make the same job in in uh, like uh, two years ago and we created uh, twelve new songs and the album is finished and uh, we involve new singers this Ray and uh, I think uh, it's a good album and we, and I think it's fair we show everybody. Where is the real singer? No, no, I'm very proud. So
5: this clip is, has the singers from the actual singers, the studio musicians on the second album. Hmm. Uh, And that I think is instructive because now these people are sitting in front of Frank Farian as he's describing how, all of them were part of this scam and the people that are the real singers they look mortified when they're hearing all of this they look embarrassed yeah uh and uh, ashamed that that they're related to this guy but it seems like they all they, they all just people are just want to work you just yep. want to you know it's very sad
7: and I'm, you know um he also went on to um take hostages at the Nakatomi Plaza in LA <laughs> tell a uh, a police officer named John McLean was able to stop him. He was actually visiting from New York yeah. City.
6: I don't understand that reference.
7: Oh my God.
6: Anyways. So, it's just,
7: the greatest it's the if you just Google greatest Christmas film ever made.
5: It should Yeah.
6: Is it Die Hard?
7: It'll Yeah.
6: Yeah. Ah, see? I only know that because people say that about Die Hard. I've never I've actually never seen Die Hard. Um but I have seen Gremlins, which is also a Christmas film. Yeah. So Farian continued to make more fake bands. Like a real Lou Pearlman, he just couldn't stop. And the most successful of these bands was Labouche. One of my oh, favorite songs, Be My Lover. Yeah. Be I like my that. lover. Play, wanna Play be this. My... We got to have
5: I can't believe people probably don't know the the word or like the name, but you'll know the song.
6: Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a smash. Is this is again triple oh, platinum?
5: So excited! I hope we don't get flagged heart. for this, but this has got to be. We have to play this. <laughs>
8: Silhouettes, blue lights,
6: warehouses. Wanna be my lover? Inject this into my veins Actually, it is being injected into my veins I'm alive, (laughs) alert So, I assume no one in this video Actually sings the song Yeah Oh, Um, oh, brother Damn it, Farian I'm foiled again In 1997, VH1's Behind the Music premiere episode focused on Millie Van Behind the Music? That was their first episode ever? Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, Focused on Millie Vanilli and became the top rated original program in VH1's history at the time. With over 5 million viewers, almost prompting a mini resurgence of the band. As you know, the number one top rated program in VH1's history is Flavor of Love. And so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. yeah, boy, flavor. flavor, flavor. Anyway,
1: fab, Biscuit, uh, <laughs> when
6: you pooped in that hallway, that's when I knew you really loved your boy Flave. <laughs> <laughs> greatest show of all time. Ah, greatest show of all time. Number one VH1's greatest hit fab is still poking fun at his lip-syncing days last year he appeared in an ad for the ryan reynolds and will ferrell led christmas comedy spirited and in the ad reynolds and ferrell are trying to dispel rumors that they did not in fact lip-sync their singing in the holiday musical comedy it then cuts to a shot of fab in a recording studio booth providing the voices for ryan reynolds and will ferrell i mean that's just comedy gold
7: i think we have this oh we have a clip this
3: yeah we
6: do
7: I like that the joke just continues. The other guy commits yes. suicide.
3: Will and I are so excited for you to see our movie musical <laughs> Spirited. So. Now we want to dispel the rumors that we didn't do all the singing ourselves. This is one hundred percent pure Ryan and Will here. Hold on a second. Get your act together. Your lip syncing is for sorry, Ryan. It's been a long time since I've done this. <clears throat> I thought you sounded great, Ryan. Thank you, Will. That's a a good That's actually really funny. I laughed out loud. Very cute. I
6: like
5: that one. Yeah.
6: Oh, man. And he got a couple hundred for that. So good for him. Yeah. Ah, what a movie this story would make. In fact, many people have shared that same vision. So Jeff Nathanson, the screenwriter who penned Catch Me If You Can, nearly directed one in 2007. Brett Ratner nearly made one in 2021 until he got a wee bit me too'd. But don't (laughs) despair. (laughs) A biopic about this actual story has already been filmed and is preparing for a theatrical release. And the film is a family affair. One of the executive producers is Kevin K.G. Lyles of Newmark's fame. Also producers on the film are Frank Farian, Brad Howell, and the late John Davis, Rob's sister, Carmen Pilatus, Todd Headley and Ingrid Seagith, aka Millie Fab was not involved in the film due to having already sold his film rights to Brett Ratner and not being legally allowed to contribute damn but you know there's a
5: documentary actually that they did as well that Fab uh, produced with another guy yeah but that's not um, as fun as watching
6: a fictionalized version of it I want to see the razzle dazzle (laughs) (laughs)
7: It's totally going to star Lenny Kravitz.
6: Yeah. Lisa Bonet will be one of them as well.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet will just play both of them.
6: (laughs) That'd be so funny. (laughs) The film is called Girl, You Know It's True. Excellent. And is a biopic directed by the guys that made Dark on Netflix. And it's different than the documentary called "Millie Vanilli, which premiered earlier this summer at the Tribeca Film Festival and hits Paramount Plus later in 2023.
5: Gosh. Oof. Can I get a quick reflection from both of you, Justin? How do you feel about this, the series?
7: If you ever catch me dancing, <laughs> or you have to design a whole performance to make me look good and all that other stuff, don't let just get me out the biz. You
5: had me
9: at dancing,
7: Ariel. What, you
5: these are hots. These are you know, fellow you're, hots. You're a and hot.
6: I get it I have Look I have ghost writers I understand <laughs> Exactly what they're doing I Just um, You know I feel for them But at the same time They took it too far I'm taking it just far enough So you'll never I, I, get caught I just
5: I find myself Oscillating between like Rage And I feel bad for them Oh I don't feel consistent. rage
6: Nothing happened. like nobody died. Well, someone did die, but nobody died because you made made a fake song. (laughs) It's fine.
5: I guess rage is, maybe I catastrophize my emotions too much. Yeah, we gotta work on that. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it just, I always end up feeling bad for the people that get taken advantage of, but then you're like, well, why did you put yourself in that position? In so the you're first victim
6: place. blaming. Wow. No, don't don't victim blame. Yeah, wow. Don't victim blame. Don't do that. No, but they the Millie Vanilli guys. Robin Fab. Yeah, they started off as poor though. That's how they, they got they themselves. But they were are they victims?
7: Situation. Do we call them victims? They're like willing mm. victims. That that they, that they, they're scammers that get scammed better.
5: So
6: yes. that's like Miss yes. Cleo.
7: It's
5: like
6: yeah. Miss Cleo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. yes.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah, if somebody, somebody, a bigger scammer comes along, it's like, yeah, you might have a good street and nightclub hustle, but this guy's got record company lawyer hustle, and that's just like a different level.
6: A bigger scammer comes along.
7: Well, we did a lot this season,
5: guys. Season four, that was really fun. This is a full season of Ariel. I loved it.
6: Woohoo! I loved it. So too. beautiful,
5: so wonderful. This was like a really fantastic season. We're going to take a, maybe a little bit longer of a break than normal uh, to produce season five because I want us all to be in the same room. That's right.
6: Yeah.
5: Woohoo! So that may take a little bit for us to to do that because we all live in different places.
6: We do. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly Cena's fault.
5: It is. I'll take. I'll own that. I'll wear that. <laughs> Uh, but make sure you jump into our discord. We're always going to do some stuff there. Uh, and we'll try to be putting out some content here and there for you guys to devour. There's so much fraud that's consistently happening. Ariel, I think you sent me one today about a fake restaurant in New York city. It's more of a prank. It was so cute. Yeah. It was very funny. Definitely Mehran restaurant in New York city in the upper West side. Was it right? It's, um, Mehran's a Persian name. So great. Great. Fantastic. Which is
6: why I had to send it to you.
5: Yeah. Wonderful. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening to Fraudsters. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Check out the show notes for the show's social media links so you can follow us and see the resources we use for this episode. Fraudsters is hosted by me, Sina Gaznaby, Justin Williams, and Ariel Leite. Producer is Nori Malik. Editor is Ryan Connor. Our writer is Nick Turner. Our researcher was Pat Patrick Fisher. Music by Grant Gordon. Executive producer is me, Sina Gaznaby. And this has been a production of Zero Cool and The Last Podcast Network. We'll see you next time, folks.
1: This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo... And in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians, as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.